Hey y'all, and welcome to Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of all things Southern Spooky, and this week, conversational. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm your Carolina girl, Heather. And I'm your Florida man, Tony, currently behind the computer. Yes, indeed, the place I love you best. We'd like to invite you... In the kitchen, making you a sandwich! I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> We'd like to invite you to investigate our Facebook page, to haunt our Insta, and infect your friends by sharing your tales. Please feel free to infiltrate our Patreon as well. And yes, thank you for making a lovely dinner, Tony. It was great. You're welcome. Should they, like, assassinate our Facebook? Or, I mean, like... I was going with, like, more creepy, but, you know, <laughs> if you want to get violent, that's fine, too. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are we doing? That. Well, you know, we did take our little break as well to explore we Savannah, and we're hoping to bring some stories from that eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's spring break everywhere, kind of all over the place. And uh, so here in Lexington, South Carolina, the spooky thing is it's the time of the pollening. Oh, God. Tony's been suffering from pollen something fierce. Yeah. So, yeah, that's scary. You see the dark circles under my eyes. Oh, Lord. Uh, honey, they're there all the time. You generally look like Uncle Fester. Oh, okay. I'm doing fine, but, um... So, anyway, a friend of my son's is off from yeah, school. I was wondering who this strange person was. Yes, the strange <laughs> person is a girl who drops in on us at least, you know, every school break, and that's fine. We like being surrogate parents. Yep. <laughs> um... I, I guess we're cool, but anyway, Lottie is here to join us for an evening and share some spooky tales of her own from the realm of coastal Carolina, the college, and the general area. So, indeed, welcome, Lottie. Hello. Hey. I hope spring break has been at least reasonably good so far. I just work a lot, and it's stressful, but overall, it's going all right. That's good. fair enough. That's hey, at least it's going all right. <laughs> it could be going a lot worse. So, among <laughs> other things, you are a creepy, spooky artist. You've done a piece of work on the Black Eyed Kids for us, yes. which we really like. Which we actually have hanging in the studio. Yay! Which we yeah. never use, but we do have it there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you like to collect wonderfully creepy stuff. So here's your opportunity. Do you have any creepy, wonderfully? kooky art pieces to share or talk about? So there's two that come to my mind, um, and a little self-promo plug here. Absolutely. I do post most to all of my art on my art Instagram account, which is just LMT Draws, capital L, and then MT Draws, how it sounds. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll link it. Okay. I'll, I will put it in the link, not a problem. Alright, and then uh, two pieces that come to mind was one that I first did as a little um, kind of altar thing. I got a mink skull from a renaissance fair in Myrtle Beach. Uh, There was this lady that like sells um, the like preserved skulls and I bought one. Vulture culture. Yes. Her entire like tent was vulture culture. It was amazing. Pardon Um, me, we're having a guest appearance also by Hollis the kitty. (laughs) (laughs) But I got that and then I painted uh, peonies and then an eyeball kind of in the top middle of the skull. Oh wow. And then Got a bunch of crystals and seashells and candles and fake moss and put it all under a cloche and that is, that is amazing. That is I awesome. love stuff like that and they're very expensive if you want to buy a finished one. Yeah, yeah. I'm envious of your skill. Cloches in general are just expensive. I thought they it was are. gonna be like ten bucks. It was like twenty, um, but it was also a glass 
cold. The glass cover, yes. Mm-hmm. It was very expensive. And another one that I did that is my kind of spooky, or one of my spooky favorites, is a piece that I did talking about abortion uh, whenever Roe v. Wade was overturned. Right. Um, Always a concern, especially yeah. around here. Indeed. Um, it's... Like, the hand of, like, a gnarled old white man holding a voodoo doll of a, um, like, feminine body shape and sticking pins into it, and then there it shows the wall behind it, and it's, like... Slightly allegorical, perhaps? Exactly. And there's a bunch of different, uh, like, people already kind of stuck to the wall with different pins in them. Interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you had an experience with moving (laughs) that painting, didn't you? Yes, I did. It got accepted into my college's, like, kind of... It was a student art show that my college was putting on. It got accepted into it. Nice. And I had to put it in a frame and move it from my car to the, like, submission area in the arts building. And it's a it's a big painting. It's eighteen by twenty four on its own, and then it was in a frame with a like three inch mat. Ooh. So very big. Yeah. yeah, not a tiny postcard to surreptitiously sneak around. <laughs> it's no. not like you can throw the damn thing under your shirt and walk away with it. No, I got stairs, and on my walk to the arts building, I passed the chapel where the Catholics were doing an event, and. Oh I was suckered in and stopped and they asked about my painting because it was also, the actual painting itself was facing towards me and the yeah. back of the frame was facing out and I turned it around and, <laughs> oh, what a pretty picture, let's see what you got. No, <laughs> no literally, because there was a guy there whose back was like face uh, facing towards me whenever I started talking to like one of the girls that were there. He turned around right when I turned my painting around Oops. and then <laughs> made this noise. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've done art well. It elicits a response. <laughs> and then the person I was talking to asked what caused me to paint that. And I wanted to stick around, but I had to get my painting submitted before my class. So I just said, uh, long story. Okay, bye. <laughs> you can always just say class assignment. <laughs> yeah, for real. Not, I'm tired of being legislated to by pale male stale creatures i'm tired of my body being controlled thanks absolutely (laughs) but that's the job of a college kid is to protest i feel exactly you know me too i'm tired of my body being controlled i'm so sorry (laughs) i want to stop drinking coffee well i can't help you there that is definitely beyond anyone's help okay i'm never gonna stop drinking coffee same here i'm a college student i thought you meant you wanted me to let you out of the basement earlier in the day Okay, we're I'm at least allowed to come out to record things. Yeah, well, I so, need to sometimes. Yeah, and cook. And clean. So, we have a good Dobby is a good house elf here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you are a college student at Coastal near yes, Myrtle Beach where we do visit a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do visit out there. We did our first episode a little over a year ago on... The great yeah, man we, we actually had our anniversary, one year anniversary. Oh my gosh, it's crazy! Oh, okay. That's insane. So tell us, you said you've got some ghost stories and creepy tales and things to share from that side of the coast. Yes, I do. Do tell, do tell. There are two like main kind of ghost stories I have, both taking place in the dorms that I stayed in. The first one was from my freshman dorm, and there was a ghost that possessed the water heater. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how did you determine that the water heater is possessed? 
when I was in school, everything was old, and it, we just assumed that it was just loud and clunky. Well, we, we always heard, in, in the places that I grew up, we always heard that it's just the house settling. Right. And my like, re- how long does a house need to settle? And my, my response was, this house has been settling for about an hour and a half now, and it just told me to stop it. <laughs> so... You want to explain this to me? Yeah. When it develops a voice, that's yeah. when it gets scary. Get out! No okay, voices. Like the class, gotta go. <laughs> no voices with this first one, but there will be voices with the next one. Okay. Awesome. But um, it was the water heater was not in my room, but my roommate's room, who was right beside mine. Um, the light first would like always be on because it was. The water heater had its own, like, tiny closet yeah, yeah. in that room, basically. Oh, but yeah, yeah, okay. you could see the light was on in the room just through the cracks in the door. But it would turn off just by itself and turn back on. We couldn't, like, mess with it at all because it was locked and none of us had the key to it because it's just a maintenance yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a maintenance I thing. am wondering if there are maintenance people who are like, I wonder what this light switch does. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, some guy three buildings over going, this light switch doesn't work. <laughs> Meanwhile. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, And then I know, like, some stuff would just go missing from her room a lot. Like, she fully, like, misplaced shirts. And then, like, socks, which, like, socks is, like, a usual thing. Shirts, though, and then I know... Those are the gnomes. The socks are the gnomes. And the dryer. Yeah. Well, the gnomes live in the dryer. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but (laughs) shirts would go missing, and it would be, like, it was she knew it was in her room and then it would just disappear yeah um and then i know it was just some other things in her room that would disappear and just stuff like that it would also make noises that were not like regular water heater noises it would like (laughs) it had a new vocabulary i mean i don't think this counts as a voice thing but it would groan well uh, maybe now normal thing for a water heater i don't know okay dealing with a couple of water heaters they have these things inside called bladders they're filled with air and that's what keeps your water pressure. Mm. So sometimes, like, you ever eat something and your stomach just doesn't agree with it, and all of a sudden you'll hear that, boom, like it's <laughs> coming from your stomach. That's what you'll hear that from the bladder occasionally. But from what you were saying, it doesn't sound like the bladder needed help. <laughs> yeah, no. And I know, like, we got the water heater, like, service, I think at least once, if not two or three other times, and just the same things would happen. It just whole thing it was very weird um <laughs> I, yeah it's like some people have haunted dolls and others have like haunted curios you had a haunted water heater yep <laughs> well you know there are a lot of people who are pretty convinced that like the big the furnace in the basement is going to eat them you know if you want to get it, spooky stuff happens yeah indeed no i and i don't discredit that oh it's just a water heater like I've been around some weird shit, and (laughs) water heater haunting is not the worst I've heard. That's true. And then I ended up um, trying to exercise the ghost from the water heater. I accidentally exercised it to the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I have questions. (laughs) First off, how did you exorcise it, and how, did you mean to do that, or is your aim just kind of off? My aim was off. I meant to exercise it to the, like, kind of common area thing. And what I did was I did a kind of, like, a banishing, like, spell thing right in front of the door of the water heater. 
And then I did um, two protection spells right in front of, uh, like, the doorway of her room and the doorway to my room. I uh, love baby witches spells. doing their thing. Exactly. Um, College was fun for that, too. Honestly, that's how I got good at it, honestly. Um, or at least semi-good. I think I'm still new in some aspects. Oh, but. fair enough. You, you, you shot a ghost from a water heater into a toilet. I got it out of the water heater, though. <laughs> she flushed the ghost. No, um... When it comes to things like that, while I don't, I won't say that they don't exist, I don't understand them, therefore I don't mess with them. Fair so I'm one of those people who are like, if I don't understand it, I won't screw with it. Like, you won't catch me over there going, that's a nuclear bomb! I can take care of that! Like, <laughs> I don't understand it, I'm not screwing with it right now. And the same But I like, did stay at a Holiday Inn last And <laughs> I was married to a Wiccan for a long time. Nice. And that's where I learned that you don't mess with things you don't get. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, you don't go to your gynecologist to get your oil changed in your Buick. So, <laughs> just saying... I probably didn't understand it as much as I should have when doing it, but it worked because I actually talked to her after I did it, like, a while after I did it, like, hey, did you ever get any, like, problems with that at all after I did my thing? She's like, no, it all stopped completely. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Well done. Which is, like, that's all she wanted, just to be left alone, because it was freaking her out, which is oh, yeah. completely understandable, but... Now yeah. you have to worry about somebody complaining that her butt was being tickled while they had to eat. <laughs> No, the ghost Sorry. went into the toilet because it started flushing on its own <laughs> with the door open. <laughs> it would, and it like before it would do the thing. I'm not sure that that's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, but <laughs> before it would do like the old building thing of like um, it would like half flush on its own oh, yeah. uh, with just like the old pipes because the building yeah was, it's a tank drain yeah it, it was, was built in the panther. 70s so yeah. um, but then it started so was I <laughs> I was not <laughs> yeah. you weren't even you weren't even built in the 80s sweetie I was built in the 2000s exactly <laughs> yes we're old well done thank you <laughs> But it did that way more whenever, like, the ghost was exercised into there, um, and then, of course, started flushing on its own. Like, I would, the door would be open, I would be, it was weird in that the toilet was, like, in its own closet, and then the bathroom sink was right in front of my door. It was a weird setup. It's like Doors they- are like that, they're just- like, um, living space is completely reconfigured? Okay, sure. It's like the toilet was an afterthought, and they just had a closet, and they're just like, okay, let's shove a toilet in here, and then some bathroom tiling. That works. It's probably what they actually did. Honestly, because also the shower was like that, too. It was in another closet, just right beside the toilet. We have this bank of closets. <laughs> I think that is why, you know, the original water closet. Yeah. <laughs> a very Canadian thing of you to say. Indeed. I was water thinking closet. British, but that works. Yeah, that's what they call a bathroom, water closet. Just so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just on the bright side. After that, no more problems with the water heater. So I did what I had to do. Didn't well entirely you, mean it. Good but job. You you did it. I tried, and then roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a D and D thing, honestly. Now I'm suddenly envisioning moaning Myrtle like I, I gotta pee. Get out of there, Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> I did 
did always feel weird using that bathroom after I did that. I felt like I was intruding on someone. I'm just like, I, I just have to pee in my own dorm. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> exactly. like, I know I put you in timeout permanently in here, but excuse me for a moment. I didn't even mean to do that. I meant to dispel it into her common area. They went to the toilet. It's not my fault. <laughs> Fine, you don't want me here? I'm going to the other one. <laughs> It went to the bathroom to sulk and never came out, I guess. It's just a plumbing kind of spirit. Right. <laughs> but so you mean you haunt the pipes? Yep, I haunt the pipes. Particularly bathroom and dorme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why not? And then I, another I'm one... for the attic myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one I have is more recent with my current dorm and my current roommates. Um, we would be chilling just in our dorm randomly mainly in our kitchen area um we would start hearing very distinctive voices i was in the kitchen area one time making breakfast and i distinctly heard a voice around me say either no or stop but like in a whisper so it was just like stop and i dropped my butter knife (laughs) um and then i whipped around no one there but it scared the Jesus out of me. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that being that you live there, you can tell the difference between the voices outside in the hall yeah. and whatever this was. Because you know someone's going to ask. Exactly. This was like... It was weird. It was like an ASMR thing. Of, like whisper <laughs> of someone like right over my shoulder behind me and just whispered right in my ear, stop. It, or, exactly. Yeah. When my old house that I used to live in in Florida, I went to use the bathroom. I think you've told the story here before, and but it's as you wonderful. know, guys usually stand up when they have to alleviate themselves or whatnot. <laughs> and I'm standing there with gun in hand, I guess you could say. And yeah, we're southern. From right behind me, I mean, it sounded like it was a foot behind me. I hear, "Oh, hey there." Oh. <laughs> Worst moment ever. <laughs> so mid P, I stop. <laughs> I put the gun away, and I turn around, and I'm like, could you not do that? <laughs> At least you're polite about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I hear, I'm sorry. And oh. I just kind of walk out, like, nope, nope, not playing with this anymore. <laughs> I think I even asked, like, what mm-hmm. after. I did not get a reply, though, but... What were you making? I was making, like, a sandwich. It was, I like, early in the morning, I just, I don't eat breakfast foods. I just, I make sandwiches. And that I was, works. I was just making a sandwich. Maybe they were offended by that. Uh, I just let me have my sandwich. Like no, a, stop. A, you must have bagels instead. It's like a ghost no. standing behind you. No, stop. Use the ham, not the bologna. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. It's the culinary ghost. Oh, no. What if it was just someone that was mad that I was having carbs? Right? You know, I mean, carbs are supposed to be good for breakfast. Stop! You should be eating crepes right now. (laughs) I'm down for that. And my roommates would also hear the same things. In the kitchen, the ghosts would, like, say our roommates' names. Um, That's freaky. That was was freaky. I think there was another time where I had heard that, um, where I think I was, like, just chilling in the other side of the room, one of my other roommates was in there, and I thought they whispered it. I, like, turned to them, like, did you hear that, too? They're like, no. <laughs> like, heck, no. No, um, oh, shit, I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all going crazy, slowly. And just a bunch of things. It would also, like, we would hear doors open just on their own. Specifically, our front door would open a lot on its own. It was always whenever I left, too, and I would, like, make sure that door was shut. There was one time where uh, me and my brother were, like, going to the 
Walmart or something probably um we left and I knew there was the weird thing of like the door would open on its own because we weren't sure if it was the ghost or if we just weren't closing it hard enough I closed it hard and I can't remember if I locked it or not too but our door locks automatically but we have a second lock um I don't always do the second lock because it just locks behind us automatically yeah but I made sure that door was shut 20 minutes later, I get a text from our group chat, and one of them is saying, like, Lottie, did you leave the door open? I'm like, no, I made sure it was closed! <laughs> now, I'm sure this is probably not the case, but I know there was, uh, when I was in high school, there was a bunch of us who got together and told ghost stories, and the person whose house we were at, his mother, was telling us that she knew of this wonderful old home back in, I want to say it was... Gosh, where was it? Um, I can't think of it now. It's a... I'll come up with it later. <laughs> a small town. I think it's named like 26 or something like that. It's a number. I have to look it up now. Anyway, this wonderful old house. And like every day at the same time, all the doors would open. But eventually they figured out that the time the doors opened were the same time the train went by. And they were sitting oh, in a fog yeah, line. Yeah. So it would rattle doors open because the house wasn't exactly level yeah mm. so sometimes stuff like that can happen weird though it may be but i figure those probably didn't have locks on the doors yeah we we had locks um and also i remember that time one of my other roommates was in the kitchen like just making food and they saw me like, like you do fully like you do, yes yep always ghost stuff happens whenever there's like someone's in the kitchen area maybe they're hungry honestly maybe maybe the ghost is named dinah we actually named the ghost, um, we named it Julie, because we were supposed to have uh, another person show up, named, like, to live with us, named Julie, who never showed up. Oh. So we were like, okay, the ghost is our fourth roommate now. <laughs> so you're like, hey, Julie, how you doing? First off, my name is Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> At least the roommate doesn't eat your food. Yes. True. Just looks at it longingly and tells you to stop. <laughs> stop no and then says our roommates names um maybe it's just stop taunting me with the food i can't have it was funny also just realized they would always say like the one roommate's names that they would say was the one who would cook the most because she would stress bake <laughs> i mean stress baking is a thing Maybe the ghost likes the smell of the food. I don't know. I'm running Back out of ideas. Back when I was in Panera, if I had a stressful day, I would cook bread. My roommate, they stress bake. They stress bake bread. They do it all the time. They make really good bread. Also. I love the smell of baking bread. I adore that smell. So, yeah. You have to make it for me sometime. I should okay. get them to make bread again. <laughs> By the way, you have a paper due in an hour. Bake. <laughs> no, they will literally, they're an English major. They will procrastinate on, like, baking stuff. Or not baking, not procrastinate on baking stuff, procrastinate on homework. Um, they will be, like, baking bread or baking brownies or something, and I'm like, do you have an assignment due? And they're like, it's due at midnight tonight. And I just stare at them, and I'm like, dude, stop baking! These are my English thesis brownies. <laughs> <laughs> they would just tell me, but I'm baking Guys, bread. here is my thesis brioche. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any other fabulous stories from various friends or the dorm or anywhere? Namely like a thesis baguette, something <laughs> like that? Well, maybe not that. I mean, just stuff happening in the dorm. One of my roommates would also wake up with like scratches on them sometimes and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, that's a big and, indicator right there. And like would constantly search their bed, make sure there was nothing like sharp in there yeah. that could be scratching them. There'd be nothing. We don't know if that was the same ghost that was whispering at us to know and stop in <laughs> the kitchen, but yeah. Hmm. I do have some sleep paralysis stuff, though. 
Well, that is something that I have on my list of questions. Yeah. So, okay, so for anyone who isn't aware, which if they listen to us, they probably are, but tell us what sleep paralysis is. Now, I can give you the medical, but I will leave Lottie to give you what she knows. All right. Um, I also know the medical, at least how it was explained to me. How I best describe it is it's between being awake and being asleep. On the medical side of things, I can't remember. You can correct me if you know, like, the specific, like, chemical thingies, because mm-hmm. I don't know them. The chemical but, thingies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a chemical your body releases when you sleep that prevents you from, like, acting out your dreams exactly. and stuff. And it's, like, it's still being released in your body, but your mind is kind of awake. Oh, yeah. Your and mind is just, completely awake. Yeah. yeah. And you're just trapped there. Your body does produce a paralytic. Mm-hmm. It's not a strong paralytic. You can still turn in your sleep. Obviously. But when you're in full REM, you're paralyzed. Neat. And, and this is so, happened. like you said, you don't act out your dreams. Most people who sleepwalk lack that. Ah. Most people who sleepwalk experience sleep paralysis, but in a different way. That is okay. interesting. Yes. But... Yeah, I would always get sleep paralysis in that I would be completely paralyzed. But mm-hmm. with me, it's also that I couldn't breathe. That's like, a problem. Yeah. yeah. Did you hallucinate that, like apnea? Yes, I did. Okay. I had uh, a lot of instances of visual hallucinations, but also visual and auditory. Yep. Um, the first time I got sleep paralysis was actually visual hallucinations. So the first time I got sleep paralysis was in high school, and I got sleep paralysis like 20 times in the one night. Because I would get sleep paralysis, be able to break from it, wake up, walk around my room, like look at my phone or something, try to go back to sleep, get sleep paralysis again, repeat at like 20. 20 times until... Actually, actually, were you stressed out at that point? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, stress can cause sleep paralysis, so, yeah. Which also, something funny that I realized caused some of the My Sleep Paralysis episodes is, y'all know Cracker Barrel, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have this one specific, like, two chicken breast meal that I would split with my brother, because it was, like, two chicken breasts. Your twin two, brother, correct? Yes, my okay. twin brother. Um, two fried boneless chicken breasts that would come with two sides. We'd get it and we'd split it and each have a breast and a side. I realized after getting that, I would get sleep paralysis. Did he? No. He's never had it. Interesting. I was going to be like, okay, what an interesting formula for causing sleep paralysis. Specifically, Cracker Barrel chicken. I'd still get it, though. It's so good. Not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we do like Cracker Barrel as well. It has some pretty good stuff. It's worth the sleep paralysis, honestly. But And that's not what caused every single instance of sleep paralysis. You just noticed a pattern. Hmm? Yeah, I noticed any time I'd had that, I would get sleep paralysis. So what kind of visual hallucinations did you have? It was always a very tall, long, thin, like spindly humanoid creature. Like Slenderman? Kind of. It was like, it would look like a shadow. It would just be all like kind of void. Okay. Um, Like really thin limbs. Honestly, the limbs, you know like the mechanical hand in Coraline? Yeah. Yes, yeah. The limbs would look like that, but no, all uh, silhouetted, basically. What's interesting, though, and, and we've watched a lot of Mr. Ballin, we watch a lot of haunted stuff. Casper side. And there's a lot of people who have the similar experience. So yep. either there's something in just human brains that if you have sleep paralysis, you're going to see these things, 
Or these things are really there, and yeah, they think you're yeah. asleep, and they're like, "I'm going to get you now," and, you know, which is not a comforting thought. No, it is not. Why? Why is it that everybody goes into the "I'm going to get you" thing? It's like you see these creatures because I've I've had sleep paralysis a couple of times, and I did experience these hallucinations. I did kind of see what you saw, but it, kind of in a different way. But what if they're real, but they're not there for what we think they're there for? What it's like there you for? like you you get up and you're like oh my god you know you're 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 in paralysis so you, all you can do is open your eyes and you look over and you see this large creature and you're thinking it's gonna kill me and meanwhile it's like dude where did you put the mayo? <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, the creature I would have would specifically have huge glowing eyes that were orange. It was always orange. I've heard that too. Is okay, this can, so uh, sort of a thing. You remember the comic that I work on, the Nocturnal oh, yeah, comic? Oh yeah, yeah. Where do you think I got the idea for that? Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. may have to post a picture to uh, Nocturnal. But Nocturnal is kind of cute. Nocturnal comic. Mm-mm. When we get done, I'll show you a couple of the pictures that I did, and you can tell me because this is what I saw, and I based this comic off of it. But yeah. No, I, I've, I've seen something like that, and that's where I based that comic from. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so again, either there's something really there, or there's like this union kind of connection that we all see this if we have sleep paralysis. Now I'm curious if people in other cultures... Ha- I mean, because I know like different cultures have different kinds of ghosts and such. Yeah. So I'm kind of well, curious, in, is In this... Japan, if you have sleep paralysis, it said that there's a woman sitting on your chest. Oh. It makes sense. Yeah, because you so, can't breathe. Because it's hard to breathe. Because your body is like you're still breathing, but you're gasping for air. But your body is just going through the sleep breathing. Yeah, which is just sufficient to keep you going. You don't have to do anything. Well, the first time I had it, I woke up like fully wide, like wide awake, but in sleep paralysis, and I was snoring. <laughs> so you have heard how bad you are at night. Well, it wasn't bad. It was just like. <sighs> And I couldn't do anything about it, and it was like, oh my god. How embarrassing. There was also one time I had an auditory hallucination. This freaked me out, because it happened when I was staying with my best friend up in Michigan, and I oh, was like... that was like, recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, about a year ago, because I... Say, didn't you go up there for a wedding or something like no, that? No, not a wedding, because he oh. was graduating high school. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, he's younger than me, he's... Mm. No. <laughs> um, but... It was June of last year where I went up um, and visited him. And I swear this was recent, but okay. Yeah, but I was like laying down. I knew I was having sleep paralysis, and I heard his voice like, and I felt like a touch on me. Like my eyes were closed, but I felt like I was being shook, and he was like, Lottie, wake up. Lottie, wake up. Just over and over again until I broke from it. I gasped and I like stare across the room because I was on like a giant air mattress um, in front of his bed mm-hmm. and he's sound asleep, just completely dead to the world asleep. Basically, I heard your voice. I, you were shaking. Me. What? <laughs> that yeah. that freaked me out. And I think I told him about it. Yeah, I told him about the hallucination after. Um, I've had all. I guess you would call it olfactory hallucinations. Yeah. Like, one of the times I woke up, I smelled fire. Like, I used oh to be a God. volunteer firefighter. Yeah. And I, like, my eyes were open, and I was smelling smoke. Like, thick smoke. But as soon as it came out of it, it was gone. And it was just like, what the hell? That's crazy. Yeah. So I wonder if the scents you smell around here, if they're olfactory hallucinations, or do we have all I know is phantom I, smells all, around all, And Ty can confirm this. All I know is I smell sometimes cigarette smoke, like mm-hmm. thick cigarette smoke, and rose-scented perfumes. Huh. 
in this house. Maybe, Maybe that kind of grandma stuff. perfume. Yeah, like, that's the only way I know how to describe it is grandma perfume. <laughs> yeah, and we do have allegedly kind of a, there was a, like an older couple who passed away here when they were like in their 90s. But, yeah. Hmm. So, and the, I mean, the other day I'm sitting in the living room and I got like YouTube going, playing music. And I'm getting my first cup of coffee for the day, which you both know that that is a vital necessity. Indeed. So I'm sitting there, and I hear footsteps. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I grabbed the gun. I was hesitant about walking upstairs. (laughs) That reminds me, I also used to hear footsteps in my attic. Um, Always creepy. Yeah. I was like... God, it had to be like seven or eight whenever I hear it. But I would literally just be laying in my like bedroom, my eyes fully open, and I'd hear like squeaking in my attic that sounded like someone was walking up mm-hmm. there. Um, I know it wouldn't be because like my parents never went into the attic. Um, we had the like scary attic stairs. Yeah. Um, and I just I always imagined that I don't know it was like a lady up there dancing. <laughs> I know like our house isn't old. It was built like a month before I was born. So, unless, like, well, someone died on the property or something. I always hold true to that. You know, no matter where you go, somebody died there. Probably, Probably true. Yeah. <laughs> and most Native cultures, they bury people where they died. Yeah. So, I mean, you're inevitably walking on somebody's corpse wherever you go. Yeah, honestly. But I just I rem- just remember that, like, as a kid, I would just stare at the ceiling late at night and just listen to the creaks from the attic. Um, it eventually stopped, but... I would, have been, I would probably have been, like... That's a raccoon. Totally fine. <laughs> Actually, looking back, I wondered if it was, like, an animal, but my my parents never, like... My parents would have known if there was an animal up there, yeah, and yeah. they never... There would have been a lot of signs, too. Yeah, there were no Especially if there signs. were raccoons. There would have been a lot of signs, because it would have been highly active during the day. You would have been able to hear that. Yeah, we. it was only at night. It was only in my room, and I think my twin brother also heard it at some points. I can't remember that off exactly though um he wouldn't remember it either okay well is there anything else you wanted to touch on we haven't touched on yet Mm, i don't think so okay well thank you so much for joining us today it's always nice to hear the young people god i feel like a boomer saying that (laughs) just note i'm gen x i really am but we hope the rest of the semester we're the forgotten generation we we forget (laughs) ourselves sometimes yeah well, we hope the rest we, of the semester is okay. Our Thank generation you. is the hangover from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure we'll see you some during the summer. And you, you do try to collect some more stories for us because we're always fascinated. Always we do. Yeah. And once more, ladies, gentlemen, and things in between, we, maybe people in the between would be nicer. Yeah. We've come to the end of another episode. Or you could say it like, ladies, gentlemen, and those of unspecified gender. <laughs> the undeclared. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed hearing more about the South Carolina coast and its creepy happenings, at least in the college dorm. Yeah, and with the ever adorable and sweet Lottie. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. She is really cute. Share this podcast with people you think might enjoy it. And or people who you hate and, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we're not picky. Yeah. Check out our Facebook and other social media. Assassinate the Patreon. <laughs> Just look for Southern Fried Spooky. In the meantime, and yes, we have no idea what we're doing next week, but we'll be here. Yes. I'm your Carolina girl, Heather. And I'm your Florida man, Tony. We and are with Lottie. Say bye, Lottie. Bye, Lottie. Bye, y'all. <laughs> okay, so you're on Coastal, right? Yes. Do you surf at all? No, at all? I can't. I don't have time. 
I want um, to though. Oh well, you know, one day we'll have to teach you how to surf, or we can get like a surfing ghost to teach you how to surf. <laughs> <laughs>